Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the show. We are uh, a few weeks into October. Hope it's going all right for you this month. Uh, you know, again, while it may be challenging for you, it should be a really, really good month to get real clear and recommitted to what matters to you. Uh, this month is an opportunity for you to kind of shed the things that are still lingering for you uh, that aren't working for you. Kind of just sharpen the edge of your life uh, and to move in the direction of the things that you know matter uh, and to to refocus. So given that, one of the things that, that has always fascinated me um, is dreams. And um, I, I'm just curious... How, and not like I can see y'all raise your hands or anything, but how many of you wake up from a dream, have no idea what it means, but you want to know how it applies to your life? I would bet, you know, like if the majority of y'all, uh, if we were sitting in the same room, probably most everybody would raise their hand. And dreams are insanely fascinating to most people. Uh, and they can be beautifully pleasant and they can be terribly disturbing. And most of us, kind of like the feelings that we feel, most of us kind of stop there. They're like, oh my goodness, I had this dream, and I have no idea what it means. Um, and, and most people don't know how to interpret dreams. And while I'm not an expert, I do have some experience in terms of the way I process dreams and try to understand them. And uh, I too find dreams fascinating. And one of the ways that I always tell people is, Dreams can be literal, dreams can be prophetic, and dreams can be metaphorical. So literally dreams represent something that perhaps happened to you in your consciousness, in your waking moments that you just didn't deal with, that kind of trickle over into dreams. You're like, oh yeah, I was thinking about that. And very interestingly enough, that person appeared in my dream. Uh, prophetically, and I'll talk about this towards the end of today, uh, people can dream of things to come. They prophesize. They're able to see events happen before they happen. And then metaphorically, dreams are not the literal manifestation. What they do is they are a meta metaphor for something in your life. Uh, there are all sorts of uh, dream analyses out there, experts. So I ask that you refer to them Everybody can always look up, uh, you know, on the internet to find what dreams, certain dreams mean. Uh, but, but the metaphorical meaning of dreams, to me, is the way that I tend to tend to go, unless I know for sure there's a literal thing going on. And I always lean into uh, Carl Jung. He was a very, very famous psychoanalyst, and. His approach is called the Jungian approach to dreams. And what he posits is that the dreams 
everything in the dream, especially the situations and the people that are in the dream, uh, are parts of our whole self, right? So even if you see somebody that you don't know, even if you see somebody that, that, it, that is not you in your dream, it is still a representation of you. So the question is, what does it mean? How do you interpret it? How do you use it? And what I'm going to be talking about today is both that and can we really communicate with others in our sleep? This is the topic of today, y'all. Dream telepathy, which I think is really cool. So, like I said, dreams are really, really fascinating to most of us, and they can really be amazingly pleasant or terribly disturbing. And I have clients all the time reach out to me to have an, a deeper understanding of their dreams. And, and I strive to understand the dreams that I have. Because like I said, I am not expert in that field, and I will readily admit that. I have, I'll tell you a couple of my dreams. Um, I have had dreams where uh, I've gotten confirmation that uh, everything is great, literally. Um, I've gotten confirmation that I'm not paying attention to things, that people in my life will come into my dreams and uh, let me know that I've got to attend to what I have yet to attend to. I've had dreams where my deceased father literally came to visit me and I literally felt him. I smelled him. I kissed his cheek. I hugged on him. Um, I've had dreams where people in my life, like I said, who I know and once who I don't, they appear as symbolic representations of part of me in my life uh, upon waking. And I'm guided to research the literal meaning of their metaphorical appearances. So, I've had terribly disturbing dreams in the past of being chased or, you know, uh, uh, a dream that uh, I think a lot of people have. And really, based on what I understand, this dream means that you have a hard time coping with anxiety and stress. It can also mean that and, and that you tend to run away, right? Whatever's chasing you, whatever you're not dealing with directly, you're running away from. And, and you could be running away from somebody who's trying to kill you. But it doesn't mean that it literally you're going to die. It could mean that literally not dealing with that issue is really uh, representing the feeling of being smothered or chased. Or, oh, if you don't attend to it sooner than later, you know, it's really going to uh, kill your joy. Uh, it could also mean that if you look deeper at the figures who is chasing you, like I said, and use the Jungian dream analysis that I just talked about, where you see all parts of your dream as a metaphorical representation of you, then you'll come to the understanding that you're actively avoiding dealing with something. Do you have unresolved fears and unaddressed feelings or perhaps anger, jealousy, powerlessness, and the inability to deal with things directly? Please don't let your dreams harm you or scare you. They do. I know some of them are so real. But you got to use every part of your life experience, and your dreams are no exception. I had one dream where another woman and I, and I'm just giving you all a heads up, this is not going to be pleasant. Uh, but the beauty is that I was able to figure out what the hell it meant because it freaked me out. So if y'all have ever had this dream, which I 
never had before, haven't had since. Uh, here it is. At a dream where another one and I were in the same room, and two men came in, and they were ugh, disgusting, ugh, and began to rape her. And I had the wherewithal to escape without being harmed. I somehow ran to the door, got out, and and then all of a sudden I woke up. Uh, and I was exhausted. I was terrified. And uh, I couldn't move. I, I, I was afraid to get up. Uh, it, it truly shook me. But when I looked up the dream the next morning, what I realized is that it represented feelings of powerlessness and helplessness in my waking life and my inability to establish a sense of safety for myself with a few things in my life at that point, which I had no influence over, but that were huge in my life. And like I said, while it was terribly disturbing, I could remember all of the woman's cries for help, all of the details as I snuck to the door to escape. Because what happened was I looked back and I saw what was happening. Ooh, these two men, I could still remember all the details. And I heard, like I said, I heard this woman's cries for help. And I distinctly remember having to choose between saving myself or trying to save her and become a victim like she was. How interesting is that, right? Upon waking, I felt like it was, I was a horrible person leaving this woman unprotected, saving myself, looking back and seeing exactly what was happening to her. However, after further examination, when I really looked into this, the metaphorical representation of this woman's helplessness and violation and my escape were one and the same. The symbolism of me looking back at this quote-unquote woman who was a vulnerable stranger and who had been taken by surprise by these two disgusting men and she was trapped as I ran out the door, to me meant that I absolutely had the capacity to take back control of my life and not be subject to the vulnerability that I imagined that I felt. Even though my fight or flight impulse in the dream was alive and kicking, in my waking moments, it was a reminder to me that I needed to get hold of feelings of being helpless to control the things in my life. And the way to do that was to stop trying to control it, but to do what I could in my life to create common ease. Dreams are insanely fascinating to me, and I'm always eager to understand them so that I can use them in more, to more clearly understand my life. And I feel like if you can shift into that default setting, your dreams, you're not going to feel like uh, your dreams are a waste or they, they're just there to freak you out. Some of you say, well, I don't dream. And you know what? Everybody dreams if you're able to get into, uh, I believe it's the, the beta sleep. Um, and sometimes we don't remember dreams. You just work through them and we wake up, okay? Some of you who don't sleep well, you can't get to that real deep state of sleep where you are dreaming. So there are different kinds of people who dream, who don't dream, who, dream, who, who don't remember, and who do remember. Um, but everybody at some point dreams. Um, and like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a dream expert, uh, but I'm pretty good about helping people understand how the dreams can contribute to the quality of their life in their waking moments. 
Uh, and while I'm not going to go into a deeper understanding of all the different kinds of dreams, you can look up your dream, uh, the content of your dream with keywords and find different sites that can really help you understand it. Um, I'm, I'm really going to leave that to the experts. So today I want to speak about dream telepathy, which to me is so cool how we can communicate with others while we're sleeping. And yes, this really is a thing. Several years ago, when I attended a training about psychic development with the famed Sani Anastasi, I love her. Oh, she's amazing. And she has a series of books called psychic development. So if you are ever interested in expanding your gifts and really learning how to learn the basics of intuitive and psychic development to being able to uh, manifest, to um, communicate with people who've passed, get these five books. They are so affordable. She is world renowned. She's been doing this for 30 years. She's on Facebook. She's on YouTube. Oh, just, and an amazing human being, so gifted. So I found her and I attended uh, a, a training with her and we did an experiment where we attempted to communicate through our dreams. We were asked to send a workshop partner uh, a symbol as we slept and each of us was to report back what we dreamed about. And lo and behold, y'all, holy mackerel, it was right on because we had the intention. I, we did both sending and receiving. And when we came together, uh, my partner, uh, it was insane. We were laughing. We were so tickled because it worked. Um, and like I said, I was blown away, even though a deep part of me, I knew about the authenticity of dream communication. Like there was a part of me that was skeptical. Um, I was neither the first, it was neither the first nor the last time that I'd been the sender or receiver of this kind of information. And I would bet y'all have had similar experiences. Even if you weren't able to justify it with somebody else, we've all had these kinds of telepathic receiving and sending experiences. So let me explain to you what dream telepathy really is. Telepathy comes from the Greek word tele, meaning from a distance, and pathos, meaning feeling or passion. When we think about this phrasing, it can conjure up the idea of transmission and perception of sensations, feelings, and spiritual experiences from a distance between two people. And Telepathy happens in dreams, when thoughts, emotions, or physical sensations are transmitted from one mind to another. Telepathic dreaming involves a sender and a receiver, and to test the phenomena, all you need to do is choose somebody to experience this with, and then have the intention to receive or send information and write what you get down, and then you discuss it with them upon waking. It's that simple. Most of the times you can get a form of what they intended to send you, meaning that it will often sound or look like what they've sent, but not exactly. But just know that that y'all have had a telepathic experience or you'll get exactly what they sent, especially if it's a name or a shape or a color of something, if it's something simple. We know that everything is made up of energy, everything. And given that the quantum physics, the ability for particles to be in two states at the same time, is the go-to explanation for sending and receiving energy and information. This is the telepathy piece. Quantum physics posits that there is a vast interconnection 
between everything in the universe energetically. Okay, so it begs to be understood, y'all, that we can communicate in any capacity, asleep or awake. And it's all energetic. With the intention to send and receive, we can communicate while we're catching our Zs. How cool is that, y'all? This is really cool. Back in the 1880s, an Italian psychical researcher, psychical, that's really a word. I did not make that up, y'all. Um, I do make up words sometimes and people laugh at me, but I did not make that one up. His name is G.B. Ermacora, E-R-M-A-C-O-R-A. He published his research about telepathic dreaming. Uh, and he was the first to have done this and he wrote about it. However, his work was not published until about nine years later under the auspices of the American Society for Psychical Research. Irma Korma worked with a psychic called, and her name was Maria Manzini. And according to the research and the history, they received amazing results. Even though back then they weren't subject to the scientific rigors of today's practices of trying to validate the evidence and be in more of a controlled environment. Clearly the understanding of dream telepathy was present and the acceptance of it was present. And many others have also tested theories about dream telepathy with success. And, uh, and I told you of my experience with it, it's a real thing and a powerful method of connecting with others. What's even more interesting y'all is that telepathic dreams are stronger between lovers. And based on the research that I did for this episode, I found, I found that, uh, most cases of telepathic dreams occur in couples or between people with a strong and deep connection, given that telepathy is influenced by the intensity of the thought. Those close to us with whom we are connected spiritually can produce transfers of feelings and sensations which appear to us in dreams. Emotions are the stimuli that reach the subconscious easily, and the brain is more relaxed during sleep, right? So it can be more susceptible to subtle uh, energetic vibrations. So the saying is, uh, you know, the argument that humans are not just a physical body with psychic structure. We are composed of atomic particles which absorb energy and emit it outside. And energies are always accompanied by information sent through our thoughts and feelings, right? Many of you are prophetic dreamers. Remember I talked about this at the beginning. Being able to sense things about others and what might happen to them and being able to literally see what is about to happen. This is also kind of telepathic dreaming because you are sensing energetically something from somebody else. I've encountered many gifted telepaths and prophetic dreamers in my practice. Many of them, unfortunately, they suffer with the heaviness that the prophecies bring because it often entails the energy of somebody who is quote unquote soon to pass or somebody who's just crossed over or they're seeing some impending doom, whatever it is. And some difficult happenings to people that they know or people who they don't even know, um, who haven't yet experienced the life changers that this prophetic dreamer sees. Telepathic dreaming is a real phen phenomenally fascinating phenomenon. I urge you to find a person with whom you can experiment and see what comes up. It may work the first time or it may work the fifth time. But what's important for you to know is that we can communicate with people in a multitude of forms and our amazing energetic bodies and energetic universe 
makes that possible. Happy dreaming. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.